what it is. You know how it is. The Lazy Night Job Podcast, the only one there is. Thanks for tuning me into another episode this week. I really appreciate the love, support. Thanks for streaming. Thanks for listening in. And God bless you. Man, as you can see, this episode is titled LGBTQ. I don't know if I should title it LGBTQ or are you LGBTQ? Yo, so word on the streets is I'm LGBTQ. And that doesn't mean I'm gay. Are you okay? Are you okay? So I was thinking of titling it Are You Okay? But I was like, man, shit, that's a dry ass, corny ass Anyways, so word on the street is I'm LGBTQ. That means like you're looking um, attractive to um, people who are attracted to same sex, basically. So I have like a bunch of stories. So that's why I'm like thinking about it. And I think what triggered this episode was um, watching Charlie Boy. Charlie Boy is a music, Nigerian music legend, for those who don't know. Um, and he was talking about how his daughter is um, gay and he's proud of her and all. But she came out and she was like, nah, fuck you. He's not for clout. No. So I was like, damn, that triggered a whole... Yeah, and I had a weird-ass experience, which I would put in the end. Man, she's about to be crazy-ass story time. So basically, figuring out, like, People were into um, the same sex, or like the first time I figured out how to wear my shirt backwards. Like, you know how when you wash your clothes and it's backwards? Damn, man, it was my uncle that told me that shit. I think I was like eight or six or something, I don't know. Oh my god, that shit was mad. <laughs> I never believed that shit was possible. I just. I was like, yo, you can wear this shit back on and just wear it. And I was like, damn, what sorcery is this? That shit blew my 80-year-old mind, but oh my god. So fast forward to my GSS1, I was um, I think I was yo, how old was I? I was nine or ten. Anyways, that was my first skate pool basically. Because it was, um, I went to the hostel and I was in boys only hostel. So, of course it was a boys only hostel. <laughs> so basically, um, it was just all boys and I think that was my first gig. But it wasn't like the deep end, it was like shallow ends because it wasn't, first of all, I wasn't even aware of what was going on and it wasn't like playtime like that because it was a mixed school at the point in time. So, until fast forward, Fast forward, fast forward to SS2. I got thrown in the deep end when I went to the boys only school. Jesus Christ. This place is like a yard fam. Like it's, it's like a prison yard. <laughs> when I'm talking about the hostel setting, because it's a boys only school and there's girls only school opposite. But we're, um, we're separated. But the boys um, daily, um, day student and the um uh day student from boys school and the day student from the girls school meet up and shit like so there's yeah there's obviously a community of but it's not like as cool as it would have been if there was uh, it was a mixed school 
anyways, shit. Like I used to, we used to talk to we used to do midnight calls with the girls in the other school too at the point in time. So it wasn't like we were not communicating with them. But it was just like man, you know, it would be a different thing if we were actually, you know, together and being separated, boys only, girls only, that shit is crazy. So anyways that was the deep end bro as like i knew like there were people that had like their bitches like for real for real like this is not a joke like in the school there were like there were seniors ss2 ss3 that had like just as one so like, yeah, school son yeah school son man that's cool sucking that day bro <laughs> he's sunning that oh man it's not a joke so that that shit exposed like it just like I think that was the first time I whoa because they even caught caught them at a point in time and the house master was like punished you know our choir master was gay fun the choir master at our chapel was gay like and it was blatant and shit it was also it was also um the prefect but I'm not going to like specify just in case man. Motherfuckers listen to this shit. Don't come, don't come and hunt me down, cause I'm like exposing. <laughs> so it was, it was really crazy. It was so crazy that I had a roommate when I was in SS3. It was his name was Great, but like that's what we called him. But his name wasn't actually Great. Like his name was something else. But that was like a nickname for him. So it's your motherfuckers trying to this Let's cast people. So basically, the story was like, cause man, I came to school in SS3. So the story was when he was in, um, I think it was in GSS1 or something like that. Cause he was a fat kid, he was chubby, you know. So that's a, that's a gay. <laughs> that's a fat. No shit, let me do that. That's a gay, gay lad's dream, I guess. Cause apparently the, um, the. Fire master too was fat as fuck, bro. It was, it was a fat, it was a fat fuck. So basically, um, <laughs> basically, this is not a funny story at all. Not a funny story. Just let me guess it. So he was sleeping. Somebody was in the room, and in those rooms, like those rooms were big, so you could have like fifteen. 12 people in the room because it was a very big room and it was bunk beds and shit. So there could be like six bunk beds or you know. I was sleeping. Somebody just woke up in the middle of the night and they saw somebody on somebody. Somebody was on grape farm and the boy sleeps like I was just roommate. So then like he sleeps like <laughs> he sleeps like he sleeps like Jonah, fam. He can sleep inside a fucking shark. So he was, he was, ah, he was like, ah, the person was like, ah, I'm seeing the shark because it was lights out. You understand? It was middle of the night. When he just stood up like this, he ran out of the room. Yo, till tomorrow, I never knew that guy was. He ran out of the room. For them to wake up, great and find sperm in great yeah. That's just crazy. Man. 
when I tell you, that's when I say I was thrown into the deep end. <laughs> deep end, because these people were at the height of their. Um, you have to think about it this way. These people were at the height of their. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, I don't know if adolescence is the right word or like, they were just horny teenagers. You feel me? So there was no way that wasn't gonna happen. I mean, there was going to be one or two motherfuckers that would be crazy and take it to the extreme. So they were like, I was exposed to this shit. So it was it was a new dimension, and you have to think about it this way too. They were groomed from GSS one. Like I came to school in SS two, so me I was cool because I'd seen more than a lot of them. So they were groomed from GSS one, GSS three. Like there's no way you, like a lot of them wouldn't cave in, even if it was for that period or point in time of their life. So yo, that was a fucking deep end. Deep end. Deep end. It was so crazy. There was a guy in my class who paid people to yashi. Who paid people to fucking for real. Like he would buy them maybe donuts. <laughs> or you know, a couple thousand. You know? I'm not joking. Like it was crazy. It was just that crazy. So it was normalized. And I don't think it is a bad thing. I think it is crazy when you want to like impose that ideology or mentality on someone else like if the person is gay then that's cool congratulations for but like trying to coerce someone else or you know initiate someone else into the world of um gazing or homosexuality is quite it's quite crazy because if you fast forward let me fast forward because i'm gonna tell you i've had experiences that's why i'm here talking about this shit Fast forward to um, four or five five years after um, graduating from the gay pool, the deep end. That's that's the um, secondary school I finished from. <laughs> I was at NYSE camp. Damn, I think I'll, I'll do a story time for my NYSE camp some other time. That's another story. Cause you know I'm I'm like I'm like I don't like to toot my own horn, but I'm <laughs> I'm a speck, you know. I'm a speculous speckable. I'm a speckability. I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm spectacular. You feel me? <laughs> so yo, I had this girl that had a fiance. Like this was just the story I'm digressing into. By the way, I had this girl. Uh, had a fiance like yo when I say she was into me into me like I'm not even trying to like like it's a normal thing like, it has always been like that but this one was weird because people would be like my roommates in camp would be like yo yeah what's up with you on that babe she like I'm like yo she has a fiance like, like fuck that <laughs> fiance is not here like that girl wants you fam like okay okay i know but like i'm not going to about i'm not about to like pay that karma up on me because i've had that similar experience where the girl who had a fiance was coming on to me and i was in um, uni at the time so i was like 
bro, like, I've dealt with this before, like, it's three weeks, she doesn't know what she's doing, basically, because she's seen everybody booed up and shit, because her friend was booed up, and a friend was my friend, I got introduced to her by, you know, by my brother, basically, so, and her friend was like, yo, what's up with you, and, you know, oh, dang, how about you, didn't hear that, <laughs> so, what's up with you, and this lady, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, and this baby, yeah, and this lady, you know, <laughs> I was about to cast. Man, never snitching, never kissing and telling. Anyways, I know she was a good, she was a good bitch. She wrote for me, but she didn't, I didn't allow her right feel me. So she's like, ah, oh, what's up? She's like, yeah, she's like, cool now. Like, ah, <laughs> like, what's up, kids? You know, both of you have. <laughs> like, two more. You know, so she was like, ah, oh. like, so I'm not trying to get someone else. Good, good, pum pum. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, uh, yo, she has a fiance, bro. <laughs> and next to she was like, ah, is he gay? I was like, whoa, okay. I get the message loud and clear, but I don't get Like, yo, I'm not about to, I'm not about to allow that. Come on, come on, shout out to Copy. Come on. <laughs> I'm having fun with this episode, man. I think I'm going to be recording my episodes 4 a.m. Every every time I'm recording this before AM. So this is 4 a.m. recording. So you know, quite quiet. Just me, my thoughts, you know. Excited to be recording this story time because I didn't know how it was going to go. So like <laughs> it's so funny. Like painting this story for somebody. So like it's a big you know, it's a big picture. So damn. I hope I don't get cancelled because I'm I'm not um saying anything against any community or anything i'm just saying like i've had experiences and i would appreciate if people are more acceptive or if there's a word like that if people are if people can accept themselves more and then in turn accept the world for who they are i don't think people would have to pretend then if you don't have to pretend then you don't have to go the extra mile to do some crazy ass shit like the nyc doctor bro so yeah, I had a girl that was mad crushing on me. As in, this one was not even like, this one was like, mm, borderline crazy obsession type shit. <laughs> but it was just for three weeks. That's why I was like, man, yo, you don't know what you're doing. Man. This is not the real world. I'm not about to get into it. I'm not about to take advantage of you or fucking, you don't know. You know, so. But you felt like, you know, but she was older than me, so she probably felt like, it's just the environment you're in so i was feeling sick you know, i think i have malaria or some shit and i went to the um clinic yo i was at the clinic i was really sick bro damn but i had to do this redeployment shit and this redeployment thing is because I was posted to, that's why I said I'll do another um, story time because it's a long time. I was posted to Benway State for my NYSC um, year. Uh, initially by the NYSC. <laughs> so, and that was at the height of, you know, um, herdsmen and all that crazy shit. I was scared, but I was like, man, I'm a, I'm a G, I'm an OG, man. The big G O D got my B A C K like a 
spinal cord, you feel me? So I was like, man, you know, I'm gonna do this. I went there and you know, because it's a beautiful place, I won't even lie. It was like it had this hilly vibe that was so cool. It was, it was just like mountain vibe, it was really beautiful. I was like, damn, I've never seen clouds so fucking clean. Clean, clear clouds. Beautiful place. Shout out to Benway State. Um, so I was feeling sick. I think I had malaria or some shit. So I went to the um, clinic. Uh, so, so I think I met this doctor, but I saw him or something. Then I don't know how we first. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, I think I wasn't feeling well. Then I saw him. Uh, and it was like, ah, that was, um, this name was, uh, that was my name. And, uh, uh, I was like, my name is Rola K. I was like, ah, that's a nice name. Uh, I think I named his name is Dada. I can't even fucking remember, man. I just tried to block that shit out. Because now I'm trying to. Now, it was after I, I left um, the key to stay because I, I redeployed. Really it was mad. So basically, the people at the clinic were in charge of redeployment by. Um, Health on healthy grounds because you could be deployed based on um, security issues or health grounds. So my own excuse was I had asthma. I don't fucking have asthma. We'll never have asthma. God forbid. Fuck that. <laughs> so it was like ah, guy, you don't fucking have asthma now. So you know what you do? This is what you tell them. You know what I mean? So I felt like man, this guy was just giving me game. He said ah, I tell them that I use a inhaler. I'm like yeah, I think I know about the inhaler. Then I use a um, fibrillator um, or some shit like that, like a machine that. Uh, okay, because he was at, was part of the interview panel too. <laughs> Yo, I bombed that fucking interview. <laughs> so I figured it out the form, you know. I was like, man, I'm about to redeploy out of this bitch. I ain't about to spend a year in Benway, fam. I'm about to go to Lagos State and ball out, go to some nice ass company, which I ended up doing. I even went to two nice ass companies. So like that was good for me, but man, shit was a long thing. It was a long walk to freedom. <laughs> I felt like there was a Mandela in this bitch. So, anyways, I went, 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 went. Ah, oh, moment. I had to like fucking redeploy, bro. So and this guy was giving me game. He was like, yo, fill my form and all that shit. Like I should let him know when I'm done all this shit. So I fill my form and all that. I tell you I bombed this interview because they started asking me some deep shit. Like I didn't even spend too long there. They were like, this guy is a fucking liar. Fuck out of here, bro. And the crazy thing is, everybody that was interviewing me was also um an uh an NYSC uh it's a fucking quality. A youth copper. So you were part of the like they were literally your colleagues. But they were like doctors, so you know how doctors feeling are like, as if no, they've conquered the earth. But they sort of conquered the earth because a lot of motherfuckers went to um, federal universities and spent like eight, nine, ten years studying the course. Motherfucker, give it up to you. So respect them. I'm not saying that they're, they're not bad. They carry shoulder. So they were not even willing to help a nigga. So the 
NYC doctor, the gay doctor that helped me. I did not know he was gay at the point in time. But I did not. I had no clue. Like you could not tell. There were no telltale. Like it was just normal. It was just trying to give me gain. I mean, I did not know that he did not put the M at the part of that. <laughs> he wasn't putting the M at the part of that. So he was trying to let me know he was gay. So. This is him talking, he's telling me what I messed up. He was like, Yeah, I know, fam. Like, yo, can't you help me? He said that I should not worry. You know, that he, has, that he has done it for me. So I, but I fucked up. That I should have told him this. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I should give him back his Mila because he gave me Mila to show those people. Like, this guy was really helping me. He said, ah, I don't know why I just like you. I just like you. I'm like, Who? Thank you, God. I was thinking, ah, this shit is just God's mercy, it's just God's grace, fam. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm blessed. Like my 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 friends were like, "Yo," because I had like two or three people that I rode with. The girl who was into me, the girl um, who was our friend, and the boy who was, you know, doing the girl was our friend. Not doing, you know, hanging out. I didn't want to see them three weeks so anyways uh, doesn't know why I just like me so, so now I was watching million dollars what a game podcast um shout out to Willie and Gilio I hope I got their name right okay um they're legends anyways <laughs> so he was talking about how he was in prison how he was in jail and when he went to jail young you know, he didn't know shit I think, he, I think he was 17 or something so he, he didn't know nothing so he was like he didn't know that in jail if somebody come and they're talking to you and they're feeling you up or touching you or saying ah or touching your back it's not like touching you in a proper way like just touching your back or just like trying to you know how people um, some people are touchy when they talk so like he didn't know that that means they were claiming you bro. like but without saying it like just letting the whole prison yard know that <laughs> this bitch is mine you know the way the same people uh, sorry the, the same way people have um, uh, school songs and shit in the gay posts the deep end film so he didn't know that if your <laughs> if you if you did your laundry and he came back to you folded. He was telling this guy that, ah, oh, yo, man, this prison is cool. He used to help me fold my clothes. You didn't know that. that was, they were giving you the signal that, yo, you're about to bust your ass, bro. <laughs> you're about to tear that shit up. So, I didn't know. Same way I didn't know, man. I was in NYC. I was just like, but thank God that he wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't a place that anything could happen like that shit. Ah, I'm so grateful to God. Like, I was even distracted with girls and like I didn't even think about it until I was in Lagos and I was like, yo, I just put all that shit together. I'm going to put this thing in perspective for you. So now, after the guy has given me the game and tell, told me everything, I've done the, um, the interview, I bumped that shit. So he was like, ah, yo, but don't worry, you still got me that they helped me with the ploy that I should not worry. Ah, I said, yeah. My guy, <laughs> my doctor guy, that I suppose he won't sort this guy. Like, once the redeployment comes through, like, ah, uh, I go sort my doctor guy some, but he, uh, uh, that's a good guy. And I didn't even know he was doing it from another angle, you know, another 
I don't know. Hey, that's how I got my redeployment letter, bro. So where did they deposit? Ekiti State. I said, what the fuck is in Ekiti State, bro? What the fuck is this Ekiti State? And mind you, at this point in time, I didn't know that guy was from Ekiti State, or he was going to Ekiti State. <laughs> my G, I was like, what the fuck? My heart broke, cause I was expecting Lagos. It was short for me. I said, my doctor got me, bro. My friends were paying. I should have just paid JJL at that point in time. Which I will still end up paying. I still end up paying more than they even paid. I paid 50 grand bro, to be able to be in Lagos <laughs> and serve my country in Lagos from Lagos. I went to Egypt to stay. You know, like I came to Lagos. You know, then I went to Egypt to stay. Like I spent less than 24 hours in Egypt to stay. So tell me why the fuck the same day, miraculously, that I got to Egypt to stay. And I was waiting outside the local government's um, office to register and you know just show my face there, and then redeploy or leave the state, then pay my pay my plug and wait for another um, letter. But you had to go there was your protocol. Tell me why the same day, man. <laughs> oh, the same day, oh, the same day, the same day, the same time. I'm getting to this place. I see the doctor pull up pull up in his whip and he gets out I'm like yo fam that's the doctor <laughs> yo you know me I'm just thinking of man I have to get out of this state I have to I have to do this shit and get out of here like that was just my own mindset so I wasn't putting all these things together this was clues like are you seeing how everything is like adding up now yo it's not a joke when I tell you this guy pulled up and I saw him. I'm like, hey, what's up? Ah, this is where they posted you. I'm like, yeah. I didn't know, like, I felt like maybe you do it to Lagos because sometimes when you do it to Lagos, Lagos is like hot cake. So, sometimes when you do it to Lagos, you might not get Lagos, but you might get a city, um, a state in the south or southwest or somewhere around that region. So, I was like, man, probably coincidence, you know? So I swear I did everything and I made sure I got out of that state. Because him, he didn't know I was going to leave that state. He was like, ah, so where are you going? Where do you want them to post you? And he was questioning me. You know, so he got my number and thing. So we registered. I didn't know this thing. I was trying to tear my ass, man. I was trying to bust my ass. Thank God for God's grace. My mom was even like, why didn't I spend the night? Like I should have just chilled. Like, how would I be coming at night? I'm like, yo. Something was not just right about that state, <laughs> you know. Something was not just right, man. It's a crazy ass place. Anyways, I was like, damn, I need to get out of here. So I did everything I needed to do. Got to this government, local government, got to the sector, got everywhere. Did everything. Left the state. That's same. Now I got there. I got there. Seven. Let's say seven o'clock on a Sunday or something like that. Or on a Thursday. Then the next day, um, around four or five, I left the stage. So it was it was less than 24 hours. But I didn't know at this point in time that this doctor was trying to you know bust my ass. So this elaborate rules, elaborate scheme was just to bust my ass. 
depending i'm thinking that maybe i would stay in the state or you know like it would happen because he <laughs> you know what i mean so when i left the state i left you know what i mean like i did not go back i never looked back just the same way i did to then because i knew that man yeah, i would just paid my dog and money and she redeployed me to Lagos state so i get a call one day like ah hello Yo, I didn't have the motherfucker's number. So, <laughs> so I get a call one day and I was like, ah, hello. I was like, hello, who's this? I was like, ah, he's so so. I was like, ah, who's this? I was like, who's that? He caught the call. I was like, no, the fuck is that? Then I got a call back again, like, a few minutes later. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, how would I know who's talking? Because he caught the call apparently because he was dis- he felt disrespected by me asking who is this. But maybe he has done something magical for me in my life that I'm not meant to ask who is this. Man, he says he's a doctor. At this time, I still, I swear to God, I have not still figured out the whole plan. I've not to put the puzzle together because I'm just still trying to like get with the political legal to get settled, get, get a good ass um, placement and all that. So yeah, he said his name. I was like, oh my ah yo see my G, thanks a lot to say thanks for moving from Benway at least and all that shit. He was like, ah that where am I? <laughs> I said I'm in Lagos. So I said, ah, ah, I know why like, when am I coming back? I said coming back where? <laughs> I said coming back where? You know me, I, I I'm not coming back home. Uh with the plane to Lagos State. So I was like, ah uh, why didn't I tell him that we should have hung out or something that you uh, that would have shown me around that would have uh, I not I'd not let him know. I said I myself I'd not let myself know. At less than 24 hours, man. That's what I spent in that state. So I registered, I did everything I was meant to do, which is weird. But it happened, thank God. It almost didn't happen, I was like, thank God it happened. Thank God. So that was the last time. So you figured, ah, oh, damn, this one don't bust. I'm not busting that shit. These screws don't bust. This balloon don't bust. Because he figured out he wasn't going to be able to, you know, get some of this wet ass in us. <laughs> so shout out to everyone who's gay, you know. Shout out to everyone who's um, LGBTQ, you know. But like, it's not cool when you know other people have to pay the price in any which way if it was great who had to you know be traumatized by somebody busting his yash because it was in a deep slumber or me who had to who was just trying to get redeployed and not knowing that man there was a bigger plan in place you know so for everyone who is gay like be gay with your chest and everyone who's not gay like accept them like as long as they're not putting you in a, an awkward position like accept people for who they are because i'm trying to be progressive as fuck now because it's beyond all of that shit because i see a lot of a lot of people trying to pretend a lot, and you know i'm so happy that i've gotten a 360 view into the world and into how people work even just for from a young age and understanding that man that it's not always what it seems. So this motherfuckers don't look like you know they got it all together and straight, man. Yo, I'm not allowed to even say some of the shit heard low key. No, 
about to say um, but everybody should like stay safe stay positive show love but don't like impose love you understand so thank you for tuning in to another episode of the lazy niger podcast it's your boy moroxy you know what it is you know how it is m-o-r-o-x-i baby the only one there is and i hope you guys tune in to another episode next week because i want to come with the laughing story I, I got stories for days i forgot how wonderful of a storyteller i am so i'm i'm resharpening my skills now bro. so next week's episode is going to be way more coherent way more interesting way more detailed way more funny so i just hope you guys enjoy this episode share it with your friends share it with your family laugh and enjoy this life this life now one you know too magic so make sure you keep your head up and every everything that you do i pray that man god supports you the way you support me showing me love showing me show me that man Show me that man. It's not easy. So shout out to the nigga who triggered. Cause I told you guys I was gonna tell you why I did this story. The nigga who triggered this thing wasn't even the doctor. Funny enough, it was um, when I was in the car and I was waiting for my friend to come back. And I saw a nigga like I made eye contact. You know how you make eye contact with random people? I made eye contact with this nigga walking on the street. I'm not even in the front. I'm not going to lie. It's not, it's not, it wasn't an old guy, it wasn't, it was a young, good-looking individual, male, man, and this guy looked me directly in the eye, and did, and made a facial expression similar to what Meg the Stallion does, if you don't know Meg the Stallion, then you need to go check her out, fire artist, if you don't know Meg the Stallion by now, <laughs> I don't know where you are living, let's get out of that rock, bro, so anyways, like it busted my brain and just like you know how something is something triggers your trauma so i, I looked around to see if anybody see me see that see him do that you know what i mean so i was like yo i was like yo this is way too much experience for one person so i needed to i needed to share this shout out to my people where we say they show me love shout out to the ones you know they show me love shout out to the gay community shout out to the straight community shout out to everybody you know out there man i just felt i need to do this and you know make people know it's okay but some things are not just okay but it's okay to be gay you know? so you know what it is you know how it is i'm not supposed to talk out too much now thanks for tuning in i'm out